It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you today? I trust all is well. Well, last week it was a repeat show, and what I had the show, it was the show on holiday and Christmas sex. And for those of you who went to holiday parties, I don't know whether or not your percentages matched up with the uh, numbers from the Ann Summers in the UK uh, review where they found out that, what did it say, 39% of people admit that they're having sex at the office Christmas party. And the thing that I thought was most interesting is senior management, 65% admitted, but junior staff, only 25% admitted. Hmm. A little bit of an inequality there in the power structure, hmm? Wouldn't you say? Uh, Anyway, for those who did enjoy your holiday parties, uh, I hope you had fun. And, you know, the end of Hanukkah, the, you know, closing of Christmas. And then where we're coming to now is... Closing out 2015 and ushering in 2016. So what I wanted to focus on today, as this is something that I did with an involved conference call this morning and over the weekend and, you know, talking with friends, what is your next year, next two years, three and five years, ten if you'd like, going to look like? And I started doing a 25-year plan, um, oh gosh, probably 20 years ago. And what happened was that I had been in a class and they were talking about that in some, and I, I can't be specific, but I just remember that they said in some Asian countries, they make decisions and planning not based just on their lifetime, but two to three lifetimes into the future. And I thought, well, if they're planning like 100 and 200 years into the future, what the heck, 25 can't be that tough. So that's why I went with 25. But what I will tell you is that the moment you start looking that far into the future of how you want to create your your relationships, what you do in your life, what you do with work, what you do with your sexuality everything starts to take on a completely different look. So just to give you an example, you know, over the holidays, I, you know, I had a lovely uh, holiday with uh, Christmas Eve with a small group. Everyone got a tremendous amount of food to take home. 
all the desserts, all the desserts have to leave the house here. Boop, they're gone. And what I did over the next four days was just think and, and have a very quiet, introspective time. And what I've also looked at is I see people, because this is where I'm looking at, what can I do with my body of information that I know, with my skill set in the area of sexuality, sexual health, my connections you know, up and down the food chain? What can I do to create new for people? Because I see people struggling to create relationships. And one of the things that I think people have really overlooked in a massive way is from a nutritional standpoint. And if someone is drinking diet sodas, I swear to God, I almost have to stop myself when I'm at the, you know, uh, the green grocers or the grocery store or wherever and, and see how many people are buying these neurotoxic products and putting them in their bodies and in their children's bodies. Aspartame itself is a nasty, nasty product. And if you want to look at and give yourself some education while you're looking at how you're going to be creating, you know, the best part of your 2016 going forward, get a book entitled Excitotoxins. It will it will make you shiver. It is so straightforward that really what aspartame does, excitotoxins basically make brain cells excite themselves till they die. Now, isn't that nifty? You're drinking that diet soda thinking, oh, goody, I'm not drinking sugar. Well, instead, you're drinking something that is really impacting your brain. Now, the other thing that happens, and I believe this is Dr. Russell Blaylock, and in his work, he talks about how there's a the development of the good development connections between the amygdala, which is the center in the brain which controls, you know, uh, parts of fear, uh, rationale, making sure you go like this, the judgment thing where you go, mm, that might not be such a great idea. It's the thing, the amygdala's function gets suspended when people are drinking. So you know how when they are not drinking, they tend to be sober and know what's going on, but sometimes when they're not, they then take risky behaviors, they do dumb things, they, they you know, drunk text, they drunk dialing, you know, do not, do not dial under the influence, period. But that is what is permanent with aspartame. Isn't that a little chilling? So what happens is that people do not and are not making the type of sound decisions because here's the other thing people may not know. Your brain, and so if this is a good thing from a sexuality standpoint, your sexual brain and your physical brain doesn't doesn't finish connecting all of those really you know the the more complicated and the more involved brain neurological connections they don't stop developing and and complete developing i should say until you're 27 so if you're feeding kids sugar free crap from the time that when their brain is developing at its you know at a rapid peak going through adolescence as they're, you know, through their teen years, what? I mean, we really don't have things that tell us what is that impact in a relational sense, 
in a sexuality development sense. Because what I'm also seeing is more people doing risky sexual behaviors on an ongoing basis that there, that wasn't there, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago even. And now, much more common. So when I look at 2016, I'm looking at what can I do to make a difference? And people are always say, well, follow your passion, follow your passion. Well, you know what? Sometimes you don't feel a passion. But what you can feel, and this is when you're making any decision, whether it's about who you're going to sleep with or where you're going to work or what you're going to do. If you're making a decision and when you think about it, because every single thing we do is a positive and negative charge, right? Because, you know, every chemistry reaction, every neurological impulse is a positive and negative charge. So when you're looking at this, think of, you know how when you've had those feelings about something and you feel it in your gut? That's the area I want you to really consider and be aware of. Because when you make a decision and just see, stay in your body and think, you know, but, but if you feel it from the neck up, that's your ego speaking, Okay. If you feel it from the neck down, that's your little voice speaking, and it's the one that can't lie. And the other thing that makes such a huge difference in relationship, in any type of connecting you have with people, is being grateful and paying really close attention to how you feel. Now, you know those situations you've been in where you might have gone, someone may have said something, and you go, I really don't feel good about being here, or I do, this does not feel right to me. Guess what? You're right. It doesn't feel right for you. And your feelings will often cover them up and say, oh, you know, that's, ah, that's because, you know, it's a little voice. It's not very loud. But you need to give yourself credit when you're making plans for the next year for what you might want to put forward in your relationship, for what you might want to make a decision on. And pay attention to how it makes you feel. Now, the other thing, if you're doing something like Tinder, and I think the one is called Thrinder, number three, R-I-N-D-E-R, so it's for people who are interested in uh, finding uh, another couple or other um, singles who wish to have threesomes. And I was reading an article about a woman who said, and of course they, they, they titled it, How I Got Hooked on Threesomes. Well, that wasn't what she was talking about anyway. But what she said is that it did give her a feeling of tremendous freedom, and she was referred to as a unicorn <laughs> in their you know parlance because she was a single woman who was looking for people as a single woman, not as a couple. And But she said it was enjoyable, it was fun, and the initial time it was going to be herself and a girlfriend and these two guys, and what ended up happening is the other girl chickened out at the last minute, and she said, okay, well, I'm just going to go myself. And But she said, you know, it's something that I don't want to keep doing all the time. But I will tell you that this is something that many times people are not aware, particularly if they are younger how much of an impact behavior like this will have as they go forward to build relationships. 
it's there's a what we refer to as the nerve response pathway. So we're coming up to our first break, and when I come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about sex in the news, a couple of things, and then go right into planning your 2016. Because I think when I know for me, when it's written down on paper, and when I started thinking about it, I get it done, and then things start just showing up. Had that conversation with my girlfriend last night. It was awesome. So please stay with me. I will be right back with Sex News and Planning 2016. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Padgett. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Resistance exercise is crucial to keeping your bones strong and dense. It is still important that we get sufficient amounts of calcium through eating and supplements. Children ages 9 through 18 need 1,300 milligrams of calcium a day, while adults up to 50 need 1,000 milligrams, and adults over 50 need 1,200 milligrams a day. One cup of milk or fortified orange juice has about 300 milligrams of calcium. Other good choices are yogurt, cheese, oatmeal, and salmon. When taking a pill or chew of calcium, be sure to couple it with vitamin D to help with the absorption. It is estimated that in the U.S., 55% of men and 78% of women over the age of 20 do not get enough calcium in their diets. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, before the break, I said that I would be talking about sex in the news. And for me, the one that was the most pivotal today as I was going through things is 
that Japan has signed a uh, apology to the former comfort women that when Japan invaded Korea in was it 1910 through 1935 they uh, they had these women who were being used as uh, and they were forced into sexual slavery so some of these women now are they're in their 80s and their 90s and how they ended up being uh, it's the same thing now with other you know sex slavery, women are being offered jobs. They are coming from an area where they are naive. They don't know anything. The one woman who I was reading, her actual, you know, the translation of her actual experiences, she was 17. She was from a rural area, heard that there was someone from Korea who was in town. There's a Korean man who is hiring women to work in factories. And working in a factory was preferable for many people at that time to having to do outside physical labor. And then, as is the case, they took them away, took them, you know, from uh, where they were into um, Japan, down uh, Japan into um, areas, and then right by a military base, at which point that is when, I mean, they were held for years having to physically service sexually. So they were they were raped 30 to 40 times a day. And this what the reason that this is important is that Japan and Korea, this has been a sticking point and a diplomatic nightmare ever since because Japan refused to apologize, but the current, I believe they, is it President um, Abe, is it President or Premier? I'm not sure. Anyways, Abe uh, has said that there would be, I think it ended up being approximately $8 million being paid in compensation to these women. Well, needless to say, there aren't very many of them left, and those that are, so they signed this agreement said that, you know, they are acknowledging this, yet they didn't put their money where their mouth was. And already, I think there's only 84 of these women left, and already this year alone, nine of them died. And the dragging this out, I mean, these women's whole lives were... Changed. I mean, some of them ended up having children. They did use condoms, apparently. But she, the woman said she would tell them, you know, look, I'm, uh, you know, I have some terrible disease. You better use a condom. And what was being done is these guys were like, they lined up starting at 8 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock at night, just a steady stream of them coming through. And these girls, I mean, their bodies were just physically abused for years. So, you know, that's what the sex trade does now. Isolates them, has them be in a country where they don't know, don't know the language, and someone is getting the benefit of these men paying for sex. Well, these women get absolutely nothing. So if there's one thing that I think is the best part of this, the North, uh, South Korea's 
I believe it's the South Korean foreign minister, is a woman. And she was the one who I saw pictured with one of the Japanese ministers. And when I see this, I'm like, I am so glad to see that finally we have a woman representing what's happening to women. So that for me was the Sex in the News article because honestly, I cannot watch any more things about the Real Housewives of whatever city it is, nor can I watch one more thing about Kardashians. Thank you. No, I'm done. And really, if you want to have a great 2016, don't listen to regular media. If you wish to be kept dumbed down, you just you go right ahead. You keep listening to regular media. You keep eating all those processed foods. You keep having all of that, you know, dietetic food. I mean, the thing that's so silly about aspartame, they know from studies that aspartame, that um, diet sodas cause you to gain weight. You don't lose weight. You gain weight because your brain doesn't signal that it's had, you know, enough to eat. It doesn't, the trigger doesn't get turned off because it's been burned out. And then also, you, another part of it, in the metabolizing of it is the thing that triggers making you feel hungry so you eat more. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So you think you're doing such a good thing? I Walking through Costco and seeing all of these people drinking these massive diet sodas. Yikes. So let's go and look at how are you going to set up ideas and a game plan really, I guess one could put it that way, for yourself, for your relationship. See, what you can do, and here's what I do. I do it based on what I want to see happening in my career. I do another segment, and this is on the, you know, I do it out actually one, three, six months, one year, two, three, five, 10, 15, 20. And what I look at is I do it in the area of career, then I do it in the area of personal, what I want in personally in my life, and then what I want financially. And the three things I have found that when I do this and I write it out in detail, it is shocking to me how quickly these things happen. So the thing you want to do is have something that you can actually make work. You know, so, you know, skip setting, you know, lofty income or professional goals, you know, commit to making something that has you feel stronger about yourself and feel better about yourself. If that's a five-minute block walk, do it. Because if you write down, I'm going to be making another 4000 or $5,000 a month, well, unless you've actually done that before, Chances are your believability scale on it is going to be pretty damn low. So, and if you say, well, I'm going to find the love of my life, but you've never really been in a great relationship, you may have actually passed by the love of your life without actually knowing it. So a better thing is for you to look at, how can I make myself be more magnetic? Hmm. Now, isn't that an interesting thing? Instead of you constantly looking outside of yourself. And if we look at what, I have a girlfriend of mine who is in a, I guess you would say an ashram in India with a very, um, a 
very powerful. Uh, I think she calls him her. So she calls him her master. But that. Um, and she. But anyways, the, she has the thing. And literally, it is be still. You are God. So when we talk about being kind to yourself and doing things inside of yourself, you are this. You know, if we all say that we're coming from one spirit, one spirit, and that source, then that is who we all are, and it means that we have to take care of ourselves first. So they're not kidding. If you're looking for a relationship or want to improve your relationship, they're not kidding when they say you need to love yourself first. You really do, because at that point, there are just certain things you will or will not allow to be in your life. I have another friend who, her 2016, she and I have gone through plenty of things this year. And she said, um, and one of the things finally, the, the, the straw on you know the camel's back for her, as one would say, was she, her father had just died. She literally was in the hospital room with her father. He literally had just died like five minutes before. She is with his oldest friend who's sharing a, uh, you know, something about her father. And she gets a call from the physician that she works with. And this physician, she said, I'm sorry, Dr. So-and-so, my father, has, my father just passed five minutes ago. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Without skipping a beat, he then goes on to say, and... Um, can I possibly get you to change my um, airplane ticket for tonight because I need to be leaving at a certain time, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, that was like, bam. That was the end of her working with that dude. So she just said, that's it. I will not, I'm not being treated the way I need to be treated, which she's doing the work of three to four people. When she resigns tomorrow, I'm going to tell you right now, this guy's going to have a cardiac arrest and one very tight anal sphincter because he is not going to be able to replace her. Simply can't. She has the most lovely, easy way of dealing with people that is so fabulous. And she's finally pulled out the ace card that says, I'm going to love myself more than having to put up with and tolerate this. And her world looks completely different. So when I look at, you know, with my friend who is in, um, who is in India, her name is Manithya Maya Sithanyanda. And what she talks about is that her guru says that we have the ability to transmit miraculous things to people. And he said, I'm not here to prove I am a god. I am here to prove you are God. Now, isn't that powerful? We're going to come back after this break, and we're going to create more things for you for your 2016 in your life, your love, and your finances. This is sex. 
Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. LinkedIn, it's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Whether it's an anniversary, the holidays, a job promotion, a birthday, an event, or party, we have so many wonderful things to celebrate. Usually celebrating involves food, and if you're not careful, you end up eating celebration food that you normally would not eat. Many times we go from one celebration or event to another, and even though it's all good, our healthy eating can get off track. The way to combat that is to make healthy eating a lifestyle. I like the 80-20 rule. If you eat healthy, low-calorie food 80% of the time, it's not a problem to splurge or indulge in not-so-healthy foods 20% of the time. The 80-20 plan works and is a great way to make healthy eating a lifestyle. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. So when we're looking, and and understand that when I say planning things for 2016, I think I'm not saying a New Year's resolution about lose five pounds, um, put this here, but create, and as I said before, create something that's going to make you feel good about yourself. And as I said, if that is walking five minutes around the block, if that is changing to a type of bread that's better for you, if it means adding probiotics to your diet, if it means adding pancreatic enzymes. Because, you know, if you're someone who eats meat, you may actually need more pancreatic enzymes if you're over the age of 40. And what happens is, according to my best friend, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, she was telling me that by the time you're 40, you your pancreatic enzyme production has really dropped off, and yet people typically don't change 
their style of eating at age 40, they continue to eat what they've always eaten, which the thing that the pancreatic enzymes do is they basically protect your system from cancer cells. It's one way that you can, you know, create a, you know, a, a strong anti-cancer diet because cancer cells are not something that's foreign to your body. They are your body. They are just cells that have gone rogue. So that's why your immune system does not recognize them. So when you have an immune system that looks at it and goes, oh, this is a friend, and the reason it sees it as a friend is because the cancer cell has coated itself with a with a protein um, layer on the outside. So that has a negative charge. Your natural immune cells, your leukocytes, your white blood cells, they also have a negative charge. So we know how magnets work, right? You put a negative end to a negative end, they, they don't work. They repel each other. Now, here's what pancreatic enzymes do. They go in and they look for meat. So if you're someone who eats less meat, then you're probably going to have enough pancreatic enzyme that when your, you know, it, this enzyme is floating around and it spots this cell with this with this lipid membrane, it, it, pardon me, with this protein membrane, it goes like this, oh, dinner. And so it chomps on it, at which point the cancer cell is basically, it's kind of like decloaked. It's a decloaking mechanism. And then your immune system goes like this, aha, because scientists for a long time could not figure out why, if these things are taking over your body, why are we not, why does your own immune system not recognize them as foreigners? Well, because they're not foreign. They just have, they, what happens is that they're the, um, what they call um, the uh, la, 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 um, apoptosis, the cell's uh, natural ability, like it has a natural life cycle, that apoptosis is cell death. So what happens with the cancer cells is they don't have that mechanism there. So that's why they just keep growing. So anyone who is dealing with cancer or something, I would really recommend there is a series by a gentleman by the name of Ty Bollinger, B-O-L-L-I-N-G-E-R, and it is entitled The Truth About Cancer. And I've been listening to, he's got one called The Quest for the Cure, and then also The Truth About Cancer, interviewing 131 different experts. And for me, that's the thing that when I was, over the holidays, when I was, you know, being introspective and listening, I was hearing things in these in these experts being interviewed about this that I saw the connection between how people aren't being able to be in relationships, how their health has been suffering, how that health is then also showing up in the bedroom or not in the bedroom, but in how people are relating. So that's the reason I'm mentioning it to you. So you might want to have some pancreatic enzymes will keep, you know, basically it just has it in your bloodstream and in your body. So when you eat, you know, when uh, a cancer cell may come floating by, the uh, pancreatic enzymes go, oh, goody, dinner, munch on it, and then your natural immunity will take care of it. Now, isn't that nice to know? There's, there's information out there that's so much more powerful than I think the majority of us have any idea. So let's go back to how are you going to build that powerful 
list of what you want to have. So let's say you're looking in the area of relationship, okay? So, and the other thing you can do is you can make as many lists as you like, but there will still be some things that are just energetic coming off of someone that will either click for you or not. And you see it in the show, The um, Married at First Sight. Now, they've been chosen and put together by experts who, and this is based on what these people have said they wanted. And in one right now, the one woman said, I realized that I really had a very strong focus on what someone looked like. So that wasn't the number one thing that they, you know, looked at. What they looked at was what someone's personality and value systems are. And sometimes we get so involved with thinking it only has to be about what someone looks like that we overlook the essence of the person. And Or we think, I need to have someone who looks like this or has this job or does this particular thing, at which point you cut yourself off. I mean, I love this thing. That I remember this one gentleman said, if you think you know better than the higher spirit, your higher self, and all of that thing, you don't deserve to belong in a relationship because you're not that smart. Really, you do not have the ability to have that vision. And I, I use this example of my girlfriend who said, I know how I want to feel. And sometimes it takes you looking at you know a few things before you go, oh, that's what I mean. That is it. So when I ask people, do you know the type of person you want? And they'll often go down the list of um, that. Why they need to, you know, be physically attractive to me. They need to have, you know, their sort of their world in order. They need to. I don't want to be dealing with a child. I don't want to have to, you know, take care of someone. Totally understandable. But the other thing that when we are looking at this, we don't know the things. Many of the things that could be triggers for them. We could have, you know, all kinds of stuff that make us look, you know, completely marketable, completely fabulous and amazing in a relationship. And yet there may be one thing that you aren't aware of that could really be helpful for you. So, for example, last night speaking with my uh, girlfriend, and she uh, she basically kind of read me the riot act on a, on a certain thing, and she said, you know what? And this is why I'm going to be doing this entire list today and tomorrow. She said, you have got to start having deadlines because I don't have a lot of deadlines. And when I have a deadline, then it means you have to get it done. So I have a deadline for my website. I have a deadline for this, how I'm looking for the next you know, year, two, three, five years going forward. I'm looking at how, and, and it's including even things such as, this is when I'm going to get my new phone. You know, things that, and you put it into place, you would be amazed how things start showing up. You know, I've got some things that, oh, I'll be, you know, honest. I kind of like delayed getting done. And, you know, it's not, it's not great that I, I did that. However, I'm copying to the fact that I did. And now I'm going to be getting on top of getting them completed. So, 
let's look also, what are, you know, are you good at making a decision and sticking with it? Okay? Or are you someone who needs to look at something and decide? Now, I'll give you an example of, I'm not exactly sure of the exact term for it, but what it boils down to is if you have too many choices, you literally become paralyzed and can't make a choice. And that's what's happened with Tinder. Because you can swipe as many times this way, that way, this way, that way, and then within 20 minutes there's going to be a whole other group of people that have just come on and said, hey, I think I would like to meet you. So at which point people keep looking and for you know the next bigger, better thing without having the the thing of, oh, I need to choose this. And look, I understand that, you know, you want to have, you know, the best possible person. But as one one guy said, he said, if I'm thinking I want that over there, I better make sure that I'm that attractive to that person, right? So that you don't end up going, oh, by the way, um, I'm... I'm actually a seven, but I only want to go out with ten. Well, chances are that's not going to happen unless you've got a lot of social currencies. And whether that, I, I mean, I had a friend of mine who this guy was a, he was an agent. <laughs> he said he was dating someone that I knew, actually. And this person said to me, um, let's call her Deborah. They, they said, is Deborah pretty? And I said, I said, Deborah's quite stunning. She goes, yeah, that sounds about right. I said, what do you mean? And she said, this guy is really about a four or a five, but he is insistent that he will only date eights, nines, and tens. And I thought, well, I guess more power to him. But, you know, so I want people to have a really, have a thing when they plan for their year, for their relationship for their sex life, whatever it may be, that they are realistic about what they're looking at. And, you know, not having these lofty career goals or I'm going to have this happening or I'm going to have... Look at where and how you want to feel. And if it feels right, if that vibration is right, chances are you're in the right place. Like when you wake up and you look at the person and it makes your heart smile, chances are you're in the right place. Stay with me. I'll be right back with more planning your 2016. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. 
Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. know about you, but I love peanut butter. Peanut butter was the pate of my childhood. Whenever I was grubstruck and needed to eat in the scattery or in a hurry, there was nothing better than a peanut butter sandwich. Grubstruck is another word for exhausted from hunger. November is National Peanut Butter Month, and it's no wonder we celebrate as Americans consume enough peanut butter in a year to create over 10 billion peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Any product labeled peanut butter in the U.S. must contain no less than 90% peanuts. And it takes about 550 peanuts to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Iraqi beauty It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So as we're getting ready to close out 2015, um, the thing that I'd like to ask people to really look at is what are the things that... Because, you know, when they get to the, you know, when they're asking people who are, you know, 90 years old, 110 years old, or whatever it may be, it's not necessarily the things that they've done that are, you know, the, their accomplishments. Because no one's headstone and gravestone. I just was uh, one of my best friends. Her father just died. This is the one I was, you know, talking about where the guy says, oh, can you change my plane ticket as she's you know, standing there and her father has just died. Um, When I was in the cemetery, there wasn't anyone there where they said how much money they had in the bank, how many degrees they had. They did make references to some of the statements that they would make. But they really, the thing that was listed or that, you know, was written about is who they loved and who loved them. And if we know we come from one source, and I'm not saying this from a religious standpoint, I'm saying this from an energetic, spiritual standpoint, because that's my belief system. We are all one. And if you want to see how to give yourself an example of we are all one, walk down the street, go into a public area, and just smile or say hello to people you don't know. It will... First off, people were kind of like, whoa. And I remember this one person said to me last week that someone was, he was from the Midwest, and he's here in Los Angeles, and he said hello to this woman at a gym. And this woman actually said to him, you know, 
in Los Angeles. We do not say hello to anyone unless we know them. And I thought, you raging bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> of course they do. And obviously she you know, had a perception of something was going to go a little awry if indeed she responded to this person and said hello. And he said, well, actually, where I'm from, it is something we do as a form of politeness. And, you know, I see saying hello, and I do it as I walk through airports. <laughs> this is fun, too. Because you know everyone's in a hurry to get someplace, right? Because they're, they're heading to the plane, they're heading to the luggage. They're not usually just hanging out. And I do it as I walk through, and I just smile at people as I, you know, eye contact. And it's a little something. You know, the, I was just listening to this one person who I've done some work with. His name is Eric Plattenberg, and he does a Monday, uh, you know, Good Morning Monday thing that is just awesome. And he talked about, and it's so true, it, doing one or two things a week that just make you feel good. And mine yesterday was I went golfing. And I love to golf, but I just haven't been making my priorities and my feeling good about things a priority. And, well, that's switching and changing, I can tell you. So I'm looking at what I want to be doing in a career area. As I said, I want to have and I will have something and get clear on where can I make a contribution and what is that contribution. Set a deadline for when it's going to be drafted out. Um, look at the opportunities that are coming forward that I you know, haven't been you know, grabbing and taking advantage of. And they're, they're sitting there. I mean, I, you probably have the same thing where things come up and you go, oh, well, I don't know whether or not I... You know what? Opportunities are kind of like blooming flowers. You have to grab them when they bloom or just before. Otherwise, they pass. They pass, you know, it's kind of like their expiration date goes. If you want to have in 2016 the kind of relationship and love life and sex life that you want, then you need to know and be clear about what you want in that area. And many times people don't know. Many times they will say what they don't want, and that's like the last direction you should be going. The moment you say what you don't want, you will get more of that. You know, I don't want someone who smokes. Well, guess what will show up? Someone who smokes cigars. It is incumbent upon people when they're looking at planning their futures that they do it with a clear heart and a clear brain. And my one friend lost her husband, and only now is she able to and this is almost two years ago, only now is she able to look at what she, you know, could let go of, what she could create with um, letting go of things. But it's taken almost two years. So you may have gone through a divorce. You may have gone through a breakup. You may have gone, and I love when people say, you know, it broke, you know, we broke up because it was going badly. Well, normally people don't break up if it's going really well, right? <laughs> it's usually because there is something that is not 
going well. And we all have things that are, you know, that, that hurt our hearts. That's not uncommon. But I, you know, have a thing stuck on my computer that says, a setback is a setup for a comeback. And when you're going through the list of the things you want to create in your love life, in your relationship, in your career, be realistic. But you know the other thing you can do? Go for the stars, too. Go for what in five years. You know, a woman who I was doing a radio show with, <clears throat> Allie Lopreet, and she said, she sat down and she said, I want to have a, a full-time radio show. I want to have a, a TV show. I want to be doing a certain play. Well, you know, it was not about sitting around and sort of going, oh, this is what I want to have happen. She knew the direction she wanted to go, and she did the work to get it to happen. Because the more motion and action you have, the more motion and action that will be attracted to you. Trust me, it is not crowded at the front. It's not crowded when you know where you're going. And the thing that you can be looking at for 2016 could be, I want to revamp my relationship with my spouse or my children. I did a coaching program. I do uh, coaching as well. And one of the individuals, when he first started the class, I mean, he was ready to get divorced, truly. He was ready to get divorced. And then all of a sudden, he realized, oh, my gosh, how much of the things that were issues for him, you know, what he was thinking were about her, weren't. They were about him. And he was kind of like, wow. So I'm looking at, you know, revenue generation from a number of different standpoints. Oh, I'm going to do a TED Talk. I'm going to have more money coming in for my voiceover work. I'm going to have money coming in as a result of, I'm going to create different revenue streams. And those are things that I know how to do. And now it's just being, and being true to yourself. Because when you really like yourself and love yourself, you do what's good for you. You know, and, and if that means I'm going to have a glass of wine, have a glass of wine. Enjoy it. The important thing is your life is meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be shared. People are not meant to, we're like honeybees. We want to be around people. And in 2016, I see a world that is going to be very different. I see a world that is going to be changing in the economic areas. It's going to be changing in what's happening in the uh, world of the environment because we have a whole group of people who have done every possible thing they can to really just about destroy this planet. And I don't say that lightly. I'm being very sincere. And if you are someone who is interested in uh, what is happening, there's a site called geoengineeringwatch.org. And it is something that will give you insight into planning and putting things into place for your own family, for you, 
for what you want to do work-wise, it may open up a horizon of what you can do. And believe you me, one person can do something. One person with their heart and soul going in a certain direction has other people become aware of it. You can be, and, and I said before, at the front it's not crowded. So when you're looking at your goals, if it means creating a better environment for your family or a better environment for you and food, geoengineeringwatch.org may be the group that you want to be checking out. Um, the name of the individual who started, I believe, it is da, 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 it is Dane Wigington, and he happens to be up in Bella Vista, California area. Anyway, you, what I want people to have is a fabulous end of this year. Please take care of yourself. Take care of your heart. It's one of the most powerful things that you can share and give to someone. Take care of those things that you love, your family, your pets, your home, and take care of all your plants. Everything is a sentient being, okay? And when you are making the plants, make sure they make you feel good. Make sure that when you think about, you know, I really would love to be able to do my rebounder for 20 minutes a day, then you put that on your list and you do it because it's for you. If we add 2016 up, it ends up being the number nine, which is like a completion and a finishing year for many things. So take care of yourself, be kind, and whatever you do, spread love and take care of yourself. Have a lovely rest of the day. Bye for now. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 